Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. I am so delighted to start a brand new season of 1111 Talk Radio, and I have quite the lineup coming. There are so many amazing new books and authors that I can't wait to share and dive deep into conversation. And today is going to be a powerful beginning to that series of shows. You know, growing up, I remember my parents telling me of a time in India before they came to the United States when they visited a man who claimed to have a full library of every person's lifetime who had ever lived. It was one of those stories that was kind of awe-spiring for me. And I would have them recount it to me many times. And they would tell me they were going to be, um, according to the gentleman, they were going to be moving to North America, and they would then have four children. And who those children would be. They even went to say that two of those children had been their children in prior lifetimes. And they talked about what they would do and the businesses they would build and the things they would encounter. They even were able to know the time of their passing. And I found that amazing. Like, how could there possibly be a place that had books for every single person alive? It must be enormous. But to my child mind, I couldn't exactly fathom what that place could be. I really thought that it was a literal library that was sitting out there somewhere. They also mentioned that not everyone was able to go there, that they had went to this man and this place uh, three times before, but they had been turned away because they were told that even in the library, it told them that they were not to know this information and that one day they would be able to know this information. Their fourth try, they were given their entire life history, things from the past lives, and even that they would have another lifetime. And then that one would be their final one. That was fascinating to me. And today I have a return guest, Lisa Barnett. She's an Akashic Records teacher, and she has written a book to share who the Akashic Record Keepers are and how they can assist others on their soul's journey, understand why we write soul contracts to include karmic and service contracts, and also why family members and other experiences happen in our lives. It's very much the same thing that I remember hearing as a child, except now I understand. I now know that this library is as huge as it could be to hold 8 billion people and more within it. And now you have an opportunity to learn how to access that too. Lisa Barnett, Knowing School of Wisdom, which has thousands of students worldwide. She has devoted over 25 years to sharing Akashic wisdom so clients can understand and align with their soul plan to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health. Lisa is the best-selling author of Your Soul Has a Plan, Awaken to Your Life Purpose Through the Akashic Records, The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, and From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. Her website is akashicknowing.com. Today, we are talking about her latest book, Akasha, Spiritual Experiences of Accessing the Infinite Intelligence of Our Souls. 
and it's part of the Common Sentience series, an uncommon and best-selling book series that brings the mystical into the mainstream by sharing spiritual wisdom and true stories of mystical experiences. Lisa's book, Akasha, actually has reached the bestseller on Amazon, so this is definitely a book you want to check out. In this new book, Akasha, Lisa shares that Akasha is a Sanskrit word meaning sky or ether. It describes the field where all that has happened, is happening, and will happen is energetically encoded. It's a unified field that is within the field of all. As they follow their soul's unique blueprint, each soul will find that the energy of the unmanifested potential is ready, willing, and waiting to become manifest. And you're about to learn so much more about this. Welcome back, Lisa. It is a joy to have you back on 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, Saran. I am thrilled to be back with you and your listeners. Well, this is beautiful, and I want to dive right in. So for those individuals that don't know, or even those individuals that have noticed the word Akashic Records or Akasha here and there, or have started to become aware of this conversation, can you share what is the Akasha? So the Akasha is the the overall energy that holds these grand records, the Akashic records um, of everyone and everything. Your Akashic record is the recording of your soul's journey through all time, space, continuum. So the way I find it easiest to kind of wrap our minds around is if you imagine that your soul is on an infinite journey, we come to the earth hundreds of times, we actually live in other dimensions, planes or worlds, and everything we have ever been or done is energetically recorded and what we refer to as our Akashic record. And that record, to me, appears as a library, which means that each person has their own library and their own Akashic librarians who are helping to keep track of your library for you. Because again, infinite. It's not like you've got five books. It's you have thousands and thousands of books. So Mm. it's lovely to know in one way that you have this wisdom of you, all about you, stored there for you. And it is accessible to us now. And this is a manifestation of source. Yes, absolutely. So the Akashic records are part of this greater field that we refer to as Akasha, which is part of source energy. It is part of the quantum field. And so in this space of the Akasha, there is no time. And so we can actually access and interestingly, do healing in this quantum field because there is no time there. You know, my philosophy is very much that everything is inside of us, that even this world outside of us is symbolic of everything inside of the us. And I share a lot of that in my own common sentience book called Signs, Sacred Encounters with Pathways, Turning Points, and Divine Guideposts. 
And as I was reading through the Akasha, I was considering that same philosophy as well. And there may be others that have this thought also. So when you think about and you access the Akasha, are you accessing something outside of you or inside of you? Such a fabulous question. Um, because I believe that, you know, that it is really both in that um, a greater sense of, you know, um, as above, so below, you know, kind of as within, so without. So I believe it is both. And in the process of accessing the Akash, even um, the five-step wisdom prayer system that I teach my students, there's the aspect of going within and expanding your sacred heart center to access this wisdom, as well as energetically connecting into source energy vibration to access it. So we're, we literally are accessing it also within and without, if you imagine that source is without, so everything around us. Yes, yes, I think I'm very much in alignment with that as well. And we were talking before the show about what an interesting time this is, how after a period that felt very much inner, reclusive, maybe isolating for a lot of people, that all of a sudden the energies seem to be different, more inspiring, more heart-opening, more guiding us to express, to access, to do different things. How is the Akashic Records and the Akasha related to this time and this moment, do you think? Mm. So much of the guidance that I receive from my Akashic Records and the Akashic Records that um, that I'm opening when I'm working with a client is about the shift in vibration that we as a collective are creating, the alignment to the galactic center, to a higher energy and vibration than has been accessible on Earth for probably millions almost of years. And so the record keepers continue to remind us that no matter what it might be looking like outside in the world, if we watch the news or anything like that, um, that we actually are awakening the vibration of the planet is raising, even though it doesn't always look like that. It's going, we may think this is not going in a positive direction, but the record keepers continue to say, we are really on the timeline um, towards a greater ascension, towards the raising of humanity's vibration and eventual awakening of humanity as we continue as light workers, as conscious souls embodied to do our work, to share our gifts and, and our wisdom that we our channeling that we are bringing through. So it is a very profound time in history. And um, 
we are also part of that very first, first wave. And so the blessing to me is that we are here to assist and support humanity in continuing their awakening. Well, that's some good news. You know, we turn on the, the news, we turn on our internet, and there's all this other kind of news. So it's nice to have the good news that, you know, humanity is awakening and that we are actually moving in a forward direction. And, and if we can really hold on to that as we do this work, as we do inner work, as we encounter the things around us, I think that definitely supports us. I know in the book you talk about, you know, leaving the age of Pisces and moving into the age of Aquarius and all of the planetary configurations are are supporting that right now. This this month alone is such a powerful time with Venus and seven planets going retrograde and all these supermoons that are in August and all these things. So whether are aware of that or not, something is moving us forward. So why have we not heard more about the Akasha before now? Well, the Akashic Record Keepers said to me many years ago that they had pulled the energy of the Akasha away from the earth during the Dark Ages. And they did that because humanity was not using it for the highest good of all concerned humanity the people who were able to access the records back during the dark ages were often using it really for their personal gain so how can i win this war how can i find that person's gold or jewels what can i do for me it was all very driven um, more by the ego or, or personality um in that very you know the dark ages it was a very low vibrational time in our history and so these beautiful beings of light who keep our records realize that this was being misused and pulled the energy away for really a thousand years. And so we forgot about it. The only people who really had that access were the mystics and the oracles and, and the really high vibrational beings of light who were on the planet. They may have been um, in meditation or as priests or priestess, priestesses somewhere, but um, the common people lost their access which they had had um, earlier on in history. So we forgot about it. People forgot about it. Um, and yet when we go back and, and look at some of the spiritual teachings, the great teachings that have been written, and they refer to the Book of Life, um, that is really referring to this this library, this, you know, some people think of it as one big book. I see that as everyone has their own library with their own librarians. Um, and that it has always been here. It's just been out of most people's reach until around the 70s and the 80s, the vibration of the very beginning of the age of Aquarius was coming in and a few people were starting to be able to remember and, and access this information. So, you know, this was kind of removed at that time of the dark ages. And some people might say that 
right now seems pretty dark. The Hindu texts have talked about this time being Kali Yuga. We certainly see a lot of greed and corruption, oppression, uh, a lot of misuse of power now. What guards and guides the Akashic record keepers in our world from the same thing happening again, where people access these records and misuse them? Hmm. So what the record keepers are, are saying is, is that they as a collective group of beings of light are more conscious now of that possible misuse than they were a thousand years ago. And so um, what I hear is that they are more on guard in a sense that um they are very consciously holding this vibration as there are really many other beautiful light beings that are helping and assisting us humans here on the planet um, to awaken and to raise the vibration. And part of what they say we're seeing right now is so much of the dark has been hidden, kind of been underground, unconscious to humanity. And what's happening energetically is that this new alignment with with the age of Aquarius, it the with the galactic center, right, astrologically, is making it possible for so many of us to start to become more conscious, start to wake up and realize what has been happening in our world, that this dark has always been there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years now. And it is becoming apparent so it can be changed. And so we are seeing it more um I think in our everyday world, but the world has been out of balance. The patriarchy thousands and thousands of years ago really um, took control over the matriarchy, the masculine over the feminine. Women became seen as the sinners on the planet, really as the bad people. And so it's we're starting to realize that is imbalanced in really such an extreme sense that the Akashic record keepers have said to me that until we can rebalance male and female energy, and that's important to, to hear the balanced, not feminine over masculine, um, or masculine over feminine, but really equal and balanced, that until we can literally do that, we will not be able to create a new earth because the new earth is about balance of all kinds. And so it's about us becoming conscious of the imbalances, whether it's um, masculine, feminine, or within our system of, of um, money, or even, you know, food, water, all of the imbalances that have come really been, um, entrenched in our in our worlds in our societies in our countries that um until we can start to sort all that out so we've really become very hyper conscious of this 
so that we can heal it, we can change it, rebalance it so that we can continue to actually move forward with a higher consciousness. That so aligns with me, um, and particularly in my new seven series self-realization trilogy, the second book being really goes into that part about the balancing of the masculine and feminine. And I believe that balance is not only external with so much that we see in the world. I think that takes our attention oftentimes and we get involved in that externally, but it's also that masculine and feminine internally so that we understand that if we're operating on a shadow masculine level in certain areas of our life, then the balance actually only activates our shadow feminine. That to that balance is always happening. It's always a an equal hundred percent. It's just whether we are shadow or whether we are uh, being three D human or whether we're being higher self. And that is the human condition and experience to grow and to expand and to learn that. So, do the Akashic Record Keepers have they had their own experiences on Earth? I'd love for you to share. You know, perhaps who the Akashic Record Keepers are or maybe who they're not so that people don't uh, mislabel them or misunderstand their purpose and place in our soul growth, in our human potential, and in our uh, presence to access these, these energies and these keepers. Yes, absolutely. One of the things that um, my students often ask me in the beginning is, you know, who who am I talking to? How do we access this information? And what the record keepers um, told me very long ago, and I often kind of tell it more as a story that they gave me because I think it helps to kind of make sense because there are times where people will come to me and say, can my angels take me into the Akashic records or can my guides or, you know, are they ascended masters? Who are they? And so what the record keepers told me is that, um, and, and it's kind of a handy story in a couple of ways, because it also explains who we are in a sense as souls and um, and what a soul family is. And so the record keepers, these are pure beings of light. They are pure source energy. So they are love, just pure, beautiful love. And so they say, when we individuate from source, if you imagine it as um, source is a high rise building in Manhattan, and because they're just pure, pure love, pure joy, pure energy, they tell kind of funny little parables. And so they say, imagine that you're part of source, you're part of this huge high rise building in, in Manhattan, and you and a, and a little group of souls decide you want to individuate and go on a journey and have the experience of all of this phenomenal um, creation that has been happening. And so we get into that elevator on the hundredth floor and there we are, there's maybe 25 brand new souls in this elevator and we take the ride down to the, down to ground floor and we all get out and we look at each other and we say, now what, 
Now what do we do, right? And this becomes your soul family. These other brand new souls who have never been out there, they're all just individuated. And this becomes what I refer to, or the record keepers refer to as our soul family. And this is the group of souls that we travel around with throughout the non-time space continuum, often coming to earth together. So here's this group of 25 souls. We step out onto the street. We're in Manhattan and we look around and we're like, what should we do? There's taxis and buses and bicycles and humans obviously walking about. And so we go, okay, let's go for a little walk down the street. Let's start to check things out and and decide what we want to do, where we want to go. And we see this other huge building, but this one is not high, but it's about... um, a a big city block and we go in and it's a grand, grand library. And we start to study. We start to read. We enjoy this energy. We enjoy the studying and we become librarians. And these are who are our record keepers, these beautiful beings. They stay in the library. They choose to be of service to humanity and to souls. We really um, embody and embrace this energy of the wisdom of the Akasha. And we may stay in the library for whatever, hundreds, millions, billions of years in service to humanity. So the the Akashic record keepers are pure source energy. They've never been human. They've never been angels. They're certainly not ascended masters. They are pure light beings who are in service to us. And many of us eventually then do go on um, a journey and we do go on and travel the galaxies and come to Earth and become humans. And that was the story they told me when they asked me to help them um, to bring this wisdom back to humanity. And I said, well, why me? I'm a mom in the suburbs. Why would you ask me to help bring this kind of um, ancient um esoteric information out to the world. And they said, because you were one of us, you were a record keeper in the beginning. And that mm. was the story they they shared. And I was like, okay, I can't say no to that. <laughs> what a powerful, powerful story. And it seems so apropos that their guidance, their guardianship would be of such love because they can see from that overarching view of all the lifetimes. I'm speaking today with Lisa Barnett, and she is the author of a powerful new book called Akasha. The Akasha is the manifestation of source, just as you are a manifestation of source. This energetic field of the all cannot be separated from itself. We are all part of the unity of the universe. We are not separated in spirit, but only by our experiences. This place is home, to the unmanifested energy life uses to create itself. Imagine a place where humanity and beyond have access to vast amounts of information that have been recorded and stored, a place so massive that our human brain can hardly comprehend that it exists. The Akashic records, as part of the all, are connected to everything created. Its libraries are the information arm of source. And this is from Lisa's new book, Akasha, Spiritual Experiences of Accessing the Infinite Intelligence of Our Souls. Again, this is part of the Common Sentience series by Sacred Stories Publishing, an uncommon and best-selling book series that brings the mystical into the mainstream 
By sharing spiritual wisdom and true stories of mystical experiences, find out more about Lisa Barnett at AkashicKnowing.com. That's AkashicKnowing.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I invite you to explore. I invite you to explore more of Sacred Stories Publishing's Common Sentience series. There are a variety of topics, everything from sound to meditation to animals, all types of things that will be a smorgasbord for your spiritual self to dive into. They're beautifully written also because they share many stories within them from other co-authors that are supporting some of the information and helping you to understand that individuals everywhere are waking up and they're starting to have these experiences, but more so share them. So start to share your own experiences with the people around you and definitely share this book that we're talking about or any of the books in the Common Sentience series. Once again, my own 
Guides with Pathways, Turning Points, and Divine Guideposts. So definitely pick that one up when you order Akasha, Spiritual Experiences of Accessing the Infinite Intelligence of Our Souls. Lisa is the best and Awaken to Your Life Purpose through the Akashic Records, the Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, and From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life. She has more than 30 years of experience in the Spiritual Healing Forum and is a master of many healing modalities. Her specialty is empowering individuals to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health. And she assists many people by helping them align with their soul path, understand that their soul's plan, including soul contracts, karmic patterns, and vows, enabling them to transform with greater ease. I want to let you know about a live online workshop that she has set for September 18th. You can learn to access your Akashic Records directly with her. It's a 16-hour Zoom class that she shares her five-step system. So definitely get your copy of the book before then because it will just enhance your experience. Again, the title is Akasha, Spiritual Experiences of Accessing the Infinite Intelligence of Our Souls. This is such powerful information and provides so much support. I loved how you shared the essence of love that the Akashic Record Keepers are. And throughout the book, there is this underlying thread of the vastness and depth of love that you experience through deepening into this work. And I think that so many individuals oftentimes on their spiritual path or just generally in life, and especially with what we've gone through in the past few years, uh, have gotten isolated or feel alone or think that they're by themselves and they're kind of battling their personal issues or life's issues uh, on their own. And that can be sometimes something that slows people down, stops them in their tracks, or leaves them a little bit helpless in their outlook towards life. And I was really touched by the statement within the book where you say you've never felt alone, you're not alone, that this has been a profound uh, way for you to always feel like you are constantly held or guided or cared for or uh, have your own team or group with you. Talk a little bit more about that, Lisa. Oh, I love to because it's so important and I know that Often with the clients I do Akashic readings with, they they come to me because they feel alone or often abandoned. We have um, such a big kind of abandonment belief and pattern on the earth. We believe that we're separate, that we really are always alone because we relate to the physical bodies as a solid form that's creating this separation from everyone around us. And so what the record keepers really want us to understand is, is that of course, no one is ever alone. We are all always part of the divine, part of source energy. And so we are energetically connected. And the more we open our, our clairs, our clairsentience, our clairvoyance, claircognizance, right? All of those beautiful senses that we all have, then we can start to see, notice, feel the deeper connection. And 
the record keeper said to me a long time ago that they said it is everyone's birthright to have access to their own Akashic record and to us, the record keepers, because we are always in service to you. We are always here with you. So when you ask for guidance, when you ask for healing, when you ask for support or or love, we are here to give it to you. And this is why um, I have really dedicated my life to teaching people to access their own Akasha, their own Akashic records. And in my new book, Akasha, I actually even offer my five-step wisdom prayer system so that you can start to practice and open your records and, and dive in. And then, of course, I do love to teach online just as that support energy, more meditations. I can answer your questions. But to have this access is one of the greatest empowerment tools on the planet because you realize I have a team, not just one guide. There is a team of Akashic record keepers, beings of light who are here in support, here to answer your questions. Sometimes we have those big questions like, why would I pick this family? Why do I have this you know, challenging life? Um, and they are here literally to help you understand the plan that your soul wrote before you embodied, why you have chosen some of the, the greater challenging aspects of your life, and to help you literally um, work through that, through conscious questions, through conscious awareness, to, to understand and when we can understand, it makes it so much easier for us to really find that compassion in our hearts to be the forgiveness that we really have come to be often as wise divine souls. So having this awareness that you are never alone and that there are these beings of light here to help and support you as well as the fact that that you are really an ancient and wise soul accessing all of that i find is such a transformational tool for everyone in the book you also talk about the soul having a home base can you share a little more about what that means and how accessing or grounding in that home base uh, shifts our life, our perspective, our world. So to me, when we can realize really, um, you know, I kind of use this word grok, which comes from a, a very old book from the 80s. Um, Robert Heinlein wrote uh, Stranger in a Strange Land, and he talked about um, being able to grok information. And this is very much about accessing and using all of your clairs so that you know in a, in a physical, emotional, kind of spiritual, energetic um, way that you understand who you are. And knowing that we are all that source energy, we are all from and always connected to the divine, to source. And as these souls on a journey, 
many of us also relate to being starseeds from having lived in other worlds and other dimensions. And even sometimes um, we realize that we have had many, many lives, our, our soul's origin of, of the journey may even be very angelic. And so your soul really has missions. I, I, I sometimes say all mission, but we often as a soul have a bit of an overview mission um, that is connected to some of this higher wisdom that we have learned and practiced and gleaned through, you know, this infinite time space continuum. And so I always say, no one's really just human. We are so much more than that. And when we can understand and feel that, kind of grok that in your cells, in your body, in your bones, not your mind, but your heart, when you know that you are infinite and eternal and that we are from such more expanded kind of multidimensional places, that we really can start to embody more of who we are and stop thinking of ourselves as these little humans who are struggling here on the earth or or maybe not struggling, but here sharing wisdom, sharing gifts, helping other, you know, supporting others. But the the idea that we are so infinite, I think, is that we are truly always one with source is really empowering for everyone to to feel in our heart. You've brought up the comment about accessing the clairs, the clair sentience, clair audience, all of them a couple of times now. And we definitely live in a world that is moving at a faster pace than it's ever moved before. I think on social media, you have the attention span of someone for about three seconds uh, when people are listening or watching to something, you have their attention span for about 8.7 seconds. So when we're looking at this and you're saying develop the clairs to be able to access further, this is something that occurs, but it does require people to not think that they're going to get a quick pill or uh, some quick access. It It requires some inner work. It requires some uh, self-reflection or some other type of self-knowledge before just being able to dive in? Yes, you know, we are vibrational beings. We are really, truly energy. Everything is energy. And one of the places that that I start with teaching my students and the reason that my first workshop um where I teach people to access their own Akashic records using my five-step wisdom prayer system is very much about starting to shift our vibration, our frequency, letting go of um, some of the lower vibrational emotions by really healing them, by becoming aware of them. We're not ignoring stuffing or just trying to delete them because we are here as souls to learn and grow. And 
And so the processes um, and different kind of guided visualizations I teach help people to raise their vibration, release low energy, move other people literally out of our energy field, our body, our auric field so that we can truly align to who we are, to our soul's plan, into our Akashic records, so that we can understand this much greater truth of who we are. And it really starts with some very simple processes of releasing that which no longer serves us using these tools. And so... I believe that that if people are called to the energy, if you're curious and, and interested in the Akashic Records, even though you may have no other particular um, you know, big spiritual background, many of my students have come to me and they've just said, I'm not sure what the Akashic Records are, but I'm I'm drawn, I'm called, I feel this energy. And it's because we truly are ancient ancient souls who have had these journeys. And so your soul is aligning. Your soul is saying, it's time to awaken. It's time to activate those clairs, whether you're clairaudient or clairvoyant or clairsentient or claircognizant. We have many gifts. And so um, through the process of learning to access your own Akashic records in my 16 hour workshop, right? So, so it is not, you know, a three hour little magic bullet where I teach you five steps and send you on your way. I want to support and hold my students in the energy of the Akasha, in the vibration. Um, I love to do group healing to help release some of the lower vibrational energies that can block us or or slow us down from accessing our higher wisdom so it is important to realize it is a process and and not to give up right to keep practicing to keep you know kind of doing what we can as again as i teach people many many guided visualizations and tools and access into the akash to start to work with your record keepers and be able to say can you help me to to release this emotional pain from this trauma can you help me to understand it or see it a little bit differently so that i can i can feel that compassion or that acceptance for some people in my lives. And we start walking a path, whichever path we choose. Obviously, I've chosen to walk the path of the Akasha many, almost 30 years ago now, um, because I've seen how it can transform people's lives with ease and sometimes speed but again it really is important to realize we are in the process of transforming a, a world transforming humanity and we are all part of that so um it is very important and very beautiful and empower empowering to embrace the truth that we are all light workers here to transform our world into our beautiful new earth there's so many beautiful nuggets within your book, Akasha. You share with us that most souls live more than 500 lifetimes before completing their work here. You go into 
you know, the reason of some of the deja vu moments and a really lengthy, beautiful section on soul contracts and how we make at minimum six to 12 contracts for intimate partnership or marriage or life partners. And then you dive further into adoption and friends and family and lovers and why there are painful lives and, you know, not to be victims, but go into the bigger picture. And all of these places are not only places of growth, but places that, that open us to uh, other questions that through this bumpy, ever-changing and complex life, you know, relationship can sometimes be that place that has us question even more. And yet there is a true plan. There is a life plan. There is a soul plan. There is a divine plan. In regard to relationships, since that's kind of the construct of this world, whether it is with individuals or whether it's with organizations or any type of way that a relationship comes up, what role does forgiveness play in being able to access the Akasha? Mm. The Akashic records said to me um, that really forgiveness is part of the path of awakening. So it is really one of the biggest pieces. Often uh, students will come to me and they will say, you know, I would, I would love to be more conscious. I would love to really awaken. Um, when I was young, I think it was um, the idea of enlightenment was really kind of just coming to, um, to the U.S. from really from India in a lot of ways where the, the Eastern um, beliefs and, and all of the yogic traditions were just coming to the West, right? Back with beautiful wisdom keepers like Yogananda. And um, we were still just, you know, I remember as a teenager, because I was born very awake, thinking, I hope I can become enlightened in this lifetime. And, you know, what does that mean? Most people, you know, really, I've realized um, I don't even know that I actually know even after all these years. But what they do say is, is that one of the perfect paths um, as a soul, we come to be the forgiveness, to be compassion for other um, people in our lives, for humanity in a greater way. And this is really a path of unconditional love and eventually awakening. So in a lovely way, they say that the Akashic record path of, of accessing your records and really diving deep into this Akashic energy is a path of enlightenment. Mm, there's, there's so much that I don't know that we have the time to go into everything on this show because we have just a few minutes left but I want individuals to know that you do share your five-step uh, program in here, which would be a wonderful thing to read. This book would to read before your course, should they be willing to take it. And also you share so much about uh, tapping into gift skills and talents that were in prior lifetimes to bring them into here. There are many methods within the third section of the book that help individuals to cultivate themselves to raise that vibration. It's a really, really powerful book. So in the last few minutes that we have, I'd love for you to share one of your stories that's in the book, and it was your life as a whale, and talk a little bit about accessing the Akasha and uh, 
reaching that information and what that information was to show you or tell you about your life today. Mm. So I I was born very awake. I'll see if I can share this relatively succinctly. Um, I was about three years old when I realized I was in a body again. And I could remember not being embodied, being just a, a beautiful um, soul, expansive soul. And I thought, well, what the heck am I doing back here? And so, of course, I started reading spiritual books as a, a teenager, 13, 14, 15. I was seeking all the spiritual books and and studying philosophy at the university. And um, and eventually I started to hear the Akashic Record Keeper speaking to me. And so I would I would say, why, why, why am I been, why have I been here? for so many years. And um, one day I had an interesting experience. I was working in the Akashic Records. Actually, I was teaching a class and we were all pulling these beautiful um, oracle cards and doing a process about the story from the card. And I pulled a card for myself. And um, as the students were working, it was this frozen tundra kind of of a world. And I asked the record keepers, I said, what is this? And they said, you came to Earth hundreds, I'm going to say, hundreds of thousands of years ago as a whale. Back when the Earth was covered in ice, back during the Ice Age, and you made a promise to our dear Mother Earth, to Gaia herself, to be in... um support of her on this planet. You offered your support as an earth guardian, as a whale at that time. And um, you loved the oceans, the depth, the beauty, the energy of this beautiful planet because our earth is a sentient being. And so I would come and visit <laughs> as a whale. And oh, I, what a beautiful story. I love that. And I'm sorry I'm having to cut you short because we're course, starting to run course. out of time. But that's just another reason to pick up this book. You can read the rest of that story in the second section where there are not only stories that Lisa is sharing about her visit into the Akasha, but many other individuals experiences. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing your wisdom and knowledge with us once again. Lisa Barnett's prior appearance is listed in the December 2017 archives, where she talked a bit about from questioning to knowing. So you might want to go back and listen to that one as well. And you'll find out more about the Akashic School and other books at AkashicKnowing.com. Definitely get registered for her upcoming class if you want to really dive deep with her into her system. And you can find that on her website. The book is Akasha, Spiritual Experiences of Accessing the Infinite Intelligence of Our Souls. And my own book in this Common Sentient series is signed, Sacred Encounters with Pathways, Turning Points, and Divine guideposts and i will leave you with a little segment from uh, my book and a little segment from lisa's book imagine that we are created so we could experience infinite possibilities no single energy form can experience it all as the divine continues to expand infinitely it creates billions of souls as well as more planets and universes to fill the expanding space the Creator is creating more manifestations from itself. This is from Akasha, Lisa Barnett's book. And from mine, embedded within each individual story 
the soul has placed a trail of breadcrumbs to guide the way out of slumber and into the wakeful awareness of remembrance. Although constriction may seem to occur along the way, infinite essence is always and only expanding. Life avails itself of everything possible to be utilized as messages for you. Order Akasha and signs today and enter a new doorway of awakening. Until next time, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.